Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky. Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere playing at luckylandslots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. What is up, everyone? Welcome back to another video here on Fancy Football Scout. .co.uk. As we go through the game weeks with the doubles and blanks being announced, a lot of you are looking to potentially play your wildcard to change out players that may be not performing well and bring in those new explosive gems that we can be using to win our mini leagues and rise up the overall rankings. Today, I'm taking you through a game week 21 wildcard draft, the new series that we'll be doing most weeks, looking at the players that I'd be looking to own if I was on a wildcard, why I would own them, how the squad would line up most weeks and the potential squad structure changes we could make throughout the next coming week. So before we get any further, make sure you've liked the video, make sure you've subscribed to Fantasy Football Scout and let's dive into it. So in goal, of course, Danny Ward becomes a mainstay in all of these drafts. Leicester are not looking good defensively. I wouldn't really plan on starting him in any of the upcoming game weeks, but he's better than having a 3.9 million goalkeeper. And with the amount of value we have in FPL at the moment, you're not really fighting for those sort of 0.1, 0.2 millions, which you could save if you downgraded Danny Ward to the likes of Iverson of Leicester or another 3.9 million goalkeeper. The main starting goalkeeper we've gone for actually is one that's quite low owned, but is the third highest scoring goalkeeper now in FPL. And that is David Raya of Brentford. Brentford look really good so far this season. One of the sort of top three overperforming teams, or not overperforming, but outstanding teams that are maybe higher up the table than people would have predicted at the start of the season, but they definitely deserve to be there. He is only 4.6 million. The other one that I would consider going with is, of course, Nick Pope. That Newcastle defence does look really solid, and Pope is doing very well, as he has done for the majority of the season. However, I have gone with Raya because he's cheaper. You save about 0.8 million going with him over going for Nick Pope. Good for saves because Brentford allow quite a lot of shots, but they're not necessarily high XG chances. They're shots from distance, which Rye just mops up saves, which means he mops up bonus points as well. He has the ability to get bonus points even when they score one or two goals in matches as well. So I really like him. The upcoming run of fixtures as well is very nice, hence why a lot of people are looking at Ivan Tony at the moment, and we might get to him in just a moment as well. So I've gone with, again, two cheap goalkeepers, 
Ward is in there, not because I love him as an asset at the moment, but just because I don't want anyone cheaper. And then we've gone with David Ryer as the starting option. Now, I haven't got Nick Pope in here, but I do still have that double Newcastle defence. Botman has risen up to 4.5 million now. You could go with the likes of Dan Byrne. You could go slightly up more for Fabian Sharp, but Botman is the one I think that people are going out. Dan Byrne at the same price has the attacking threat, maybe slightly more, but he's not quite as good for bonus points. So it's a bit of a trade-off. Do you want the haul potential that you have for Dan Byrne or the consistency of returns that maybe you're going to get with Botman. That being said, I'm having a double Newcastle defence in on my wildcard. Trippier is in there as well. They do look like a team who is prioritising defence first and attack second. We saw that again at the weekend when they scored one goal against Fulham. 1-0 win, a clean sheet coming in again. These defenders are now consistently performing and consistently scoring points. With everyone having Trippier, it's basically you need a second one if you want to benefit at all from what is probably the most underpriced defence in the Premier League in FPL at the moment. Arsenal, potentially Ben White, you could argue that as well, but he is also in here. So double Newcastle defence. We then also go and have Ben White in here. 4.7 million is a really nice option. He is the cheapest Arsenal defender. He did pick up two bonus points in a 2-0 win as well against Tottenham in the North London derby which just shows even when they're scoring goals again he has the ability to get bonus points getting up that right hand side the amount of passes he's making the sort of final third activity that he is having really nice option in at 4.7 million again if you had the value and I could pick any Arsenal defender it would probably be Gabriel but I don't necessarily think he's worth the money over going for Ben White now we have Luke Shaw Luke Shaw is going to be in pretty much every draft that you see everyone's team is likely to be bringing in Luke Shaw they look good defensively and he has the ability to go forward plus he has bonus points he has lined up at centre-back a few times which I wouldn't be put off by he's good for bonus points when he plays there with the amount of passes he makes but I do think Martinez will come back in and it will be Luke Shaw playing out at left back again with the attacking threat that he has so for me those sort of four defenders in there are non-negotiable and then we've got Bueno as the cheap 3.9 million Wolves are okay they tend to not score a lot of goals I think that's sort of a known fact about them now which means they have to defend pretty well 3.9 million means he's a nice option to be sitting last on your bench you don't have to start him but he seems to be getting a reasonable amount of points in those clean sheet potential he doesn't always play 90 minutes as well he tends to get taken off sometimes if they are you know needing to maybe win a game if it's nil-nil and that bodes quite well because they have conceded a few late goals and Bueno has been taken off before that goal has been conceded so we actually have no Manchester City defender in here the issue is for them although they are quite a good defense you just don't know who's going to start for them in all the positions they have across the back it's not like we look at it like we had before where Cancelo was nailed and the others rotated there's basically no one nailed at the moment especially with John Stones being out injured at time of recording on Monday evening so that's why I've gone with no Manchester City defense in here Moving into the midfield, the first one we've got is Odegaard and we partner him with Martinelli. No Saka, who did pick up just one assist in the North London derby, but I still like the value that we are getting from Martinelli. Although he blanked, I still think he's the one that I'd go with and the amount of other options we've got on this team means that I needed to free up the money. If you had all the money in the world, again, just like I would probably do White up to Gabriel, I would probably prefer Saka to Martinelli. Odegaard is definitely in there. For me, Arsenal look a much better team when he's playing, so you want to have Odegaard for every game that he's in. He's low involved, he's creating chances, he's scoring goals himself, and he's very, very good for bonus points. So even just one return means he's very, very high up the bonus point chart, even if there's two or three goals scored in that game. So he's definitely in there. He's rising in price, but I still think it's a good time to be going and buying him. And then we have Martinelli as well. Even with Smith Rowe coming back, again, 
again, if I had the money, I'd probably go up to Saka. This draft doesn't quite allow it, but I do like having Martinelli and Odegaard, two incredible value players for us this season. Next up, we have De Bruyne. Not because I necessarily think he's performing at a high enough level, but because of the amount of good enablers we have, particularly in defence, it just allows you to go and have Kevin De Bruyne. Now, if you want to downgrade De Bruyne potentially to Fernandez and upgrade, you know, Martinelli to Saka, you could potentially do that. But I do think it's worth going with De Bruyne, especially given we have no Manchester City defence. So you would only be left with Erling Haaland if you didn't go with De Bruyne. 12.5 million. He is cheaper than Salah, who is also not performing well. They do have, of course, the double in game week 23. They do play Wolves at home this week. They also are not going to blank in game week 25, which I think was putting some people off going off the Manchester City assets because they had the potential blank cause by the EFL Cup final, but of course they've been knocked out by Southampton. So there's no blank in that week for him as well. So there's kind of no downside to be going and buying Kevin De Bruyne. So he is in there as our midfield premium at the moment. Then, man of the moment, Marcus Rashford. He's up to 7 million now. Again, he, of course, he's got to be in all of our drafts. If you don't own him, please do prioritise getting him in. Although the fixture this week is Arsenal from game week 22 onwards, they have a really nice run of fixtures. They could blank in game week 25, but please don't let that put you off. He's in such hot form. Manchester United really need him, and he has to be in your drafts. And then finally, the cheap option we've got. You could go for McAllister. You could go for Solly March, but I've gone with the cheapest of the lot, and that is Matoma. Without Trossard, it looks like he's pretty nailed out on on that left-hand side, 4.9 million. Really like him. He's unlikely to start most games for you. Again, you're likely to play a 3-4-3 with this draft, but he can be a great first sub if anything happens to one of your starting players. And there's potential for Brighton. Of course, they still have two fixtures to add in. They're going to have double games between now and the end of the season. And just buying into Matoma ahead of that is something that I think is really worth doing. So that's the midfield, the defence. Again, if you haven't already, like the video if you are enjoying. Up front, it is... Fairly template, fairly popular. I think Kane and Haaland you would expect to see here. Although Harry Kane and Spurs did fail to perform in the North London derby, Harry Kane's points, even when Spurs are not performing, has been pretty good. They do go on a nice run of fixtures in a couple of weeks as well. They do have Fulham as well away in game week 21, the fixture that is about to start. 11.7 million. Again, with the amount of value we have elsewhere in this team, I think it is worthwhile going for him. Erling Haaland, do not be put off. I know some of you saying, Oh, Erling Haaland, Manchester City form. Do we really want to be captaining him every week? Maybe, you know, in a game in game week 22 where Manchester City go away to Tottenham and then Rashford has Crystal Palace at home. There might be a tiny bit of us that thinks about moving the captaincy. But of course, Erling Haaland, he has to be in our wildcard drafts. And the final one we've got is Ivan Tony Now, he's going up in price, scored again at the weekend from the penalty spot. The best penalty taker, it seems, in the world at the moment. Just continues to do well. The fixtures are there. Of course, you have the slight doubt that he might get suspended at some point, but I don't particularly see it coming anytime soon. And if he does, there are plenty of other forwards that you could potentially move to. But at the moment, he is the one that I go with. And actually, Brentford, both him and Raya, look like really nice options. So this would be a sort of, probably a 3-4-3. You'd probably end up benching Matoma, Bueno, and then one of those defenders based on the fixture is probably what you're looking at. You might end up with some points on the bench if you are ending up benching Botman, but it does allow you for strength and depth in case there is rotation, in case you get an injury or something like that. And you haven't actually spent that much on your bench. There are just great cheap options at the moment. Let me know what you think. Let me know if you would change anything about this wildcard draft. Again, there are a few potential tweaks, but I think this is a pretty solid, pretty template team that a lot of people will be looking to wildcard into if you have the team value for it. 
enjoy. Thank you all so much for watching. Good luck in the remainder of Double Game Week 20. Of course, two features still to take place on Wednesday and Thursday evening. Hold your transfers, hold your wildcard until later in the week, depending on what happens in those. It might change your decisions, of course. Thank you all so much for watching. Like and subscribe. Before you go, if you like FPL videos as well, do not forget to check out my own channel, FPL Harry on YouTube and on Twitter as well. Thank you for watching. Like and subscribe before you go. And I'll be back again next week. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.